Hello and welcome to this podcast. This is Confessions of a Personal Trainer. I'm Chloe, a personal trainer who has helped hundreds of people get results over the last six years. I now run a small group personal training business, an online coaching business, and my aim is to educate, inspire, motivate you, and hopefully challenge the thoughts that might be stopping you from reaching a goal. Hopefully, we'll also have some laughs along the way. So today is day two after the Christmas party. And we all know what day two is like when you're approaching 30. Day two of drinking or day two of the hangover is often still bad. So I did have a good nine and a bit hour sleep last night. Also had a three hour nap yesterday afternoon. So I think the sleep has helped. That's the biggest thing, actually. It's the lack of sleep that is like the worst thing after a night out. But we had our pod Christmas party and it was so amazing like it was such a great night so we had 24 members there and such fun we had such a great laugh and I just had such a proud moment when I looked around and I just saw everybody having fun everybody connecting everybody supporting each other bigging up each other and just generally having a great time together it was so amazing and I just thought wow like we have such a great group of people here And I'm so honoured that I get to spend every day with them. So yeah, I had a real like kind of pinch me moment. Like, oh my God, I can't believe this is my job. I work with these amazing people. So really, really great night. And then had lots of wine, (laughs) lots of wine, Prosecco, vodka. Oh my God, so much dancing as well. So yeah, a little bit delicate yesterday on the Sunday, the day after the party, but feeling okay. And then the irony is I am now going to be talking to you about how to reduce your alcohol intake <laughs> over the next couple of weeks. Uh, no, I'm actually not. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give both sides of this. So if you are a, a non-drinker, then maybe this isn't applicable to you. Actually, it might still be interesting if you are a non-drinker, but if you are somebody who... So I'm going to give you my example. So I can, I can go for weeks and months without alcohol, but when I'm in a situation where... I am around alcohol or if I am drinking and I'm not peer pressured to drink I have I've been to I've been to a trance festival and I was sober (laughs) so I was absolutely fine everyone around me was definitely not sober and I was fine so I don't need alcohol but I do enjoy it I do enjoy having a drink I enjoy the way it makes me feel to some degree I mean not all the time um in a social situation typically I will like a drink I don't think there's anything wrong with that and I've always been a believer in keeping in the things that you want to include in your life. So if you like having a drink and if it is important to, to socialise, it's important for either your friendship groups or if it's what you want to do, then I don't see that the harm in it. I guess it, it is how how you would do it, how often you would do it, how it makes you feel and what are you getting from it. So maybe a good way to look at it would be the, the cost versus the the benefit. So I use this strategy for lots of lots of things. If the cost of drinking outweighs the benefits of drinking, then sometimes that could be a way of thinking, okay, maybe I should reduce my intake. If your costs are fairly low, so let's say there, there isn't really a big cost to drinking and but the benefits are quite high and it's not harming anybody, it's not harming yourself, then what's the problem? But we're going to go through kind of a bit more in depth of how alcohol can impact your your body, your mindset, 
especially if you are working towards health and fitness goals as well, like how detrimental is alcohol? Is it going to have a big effect on your goals? We're going to chat about that later. And some tips for if you did want to reduce your alcohol intake over the Christmas period. I mean, I'm not saying that I will. <laughs> I will actually, I am going to put it out there. I've bought a bottle of Nosecco because I quite like the experience like the environment of drinking. So for me, sometimes it's not necessarily about the alcohol. I like popping a champagne bottle, for example. So I've got a Nosecco bottle so that I can still pop the cork, I can pour it into a Prosecco glass and I can hold the glass. I quite like that. I like having a like a Prosecco glass or a wine glass in my hand. I like doing the cheers where you toast and then having that first sip where everyone's like, ooh, yeah. I don't necessarily need the actual alcohol. I just like the experience of toasting and opening a bottle. So... Sometimes for me, I'll have a, a no secco and I'm fine. So that is, that's one of my tips. Already giving my tips away. That is one of the tips that I'm going to share later on. Um, but what I was going to say is, this might be controversial as well, because a lot of health and fitness experts or professionals might say to you, well, actually, you shouldn't be drinking or you should stay away from this. And actually, I have read a lot of books this year that talk about the the side effects or the issues of alcohol. So I'm not saying that it's um a I'm not gonna I'm not telling you to drink. I'm not saying it's a good thing at all. I know the the health effects that alcohol can have on you, but that's not what I'm gonna be talking about in this episode because I'm not a doctor and I'm not a health professional. I'm a health enthusiast, but I don't have enough information to tell you, oh, don't drink because of X, Y, Z. That's your decision. I would never tell any of my clients not to drink either. So sometimes my clients will come to me and they'll say, like, I really want to lose weight, but I do drink a bottle of wine on a Friday night. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. So we can work out how you can fit that bottle of wine into your week because it's not for me to tell somebody to stop drinking. That's not my decision to make. If somebody comes to me to say, I want to stop drinking and I just need a bit of accountability, I need some support to, to try and reduce my alcohol intake I'd say great okay let's do it but I would never say to a client you need to stop drinking because why why should I say that but first of all thinking about what actually does happen so when when we've had a drink how is that going to affect us the next day so when it comes to health and fitness a lot of our choices that we make are going to impact our results so that might be things like our nutrition choices whether we go to the gym, whether can we get in regular exercise, are we going to be getting enough sleep, how is our mindset, all of these things will make an impact on our progress and on the results that we get. So because of alcohol in some alcohol consumption, even if it is just a couple of glasses or even if, if it's a big heavy night, the day after that, it is going to be impacting the choices that we make. Because then the next, so if I think about yesterday, for example, the way I felt yesterday, there is no way I would have gone for a run. I would have gone to the gym. I couldn't have done, I couldn't have done that at all. I wouldn't have wanted to eat a vegetable, you know, when you wake up and you, I was so hungover and I was like, oh my God. So I had a coffee, went to Starbucks and then ended up going out for breakfast actually. And I had, um, sausage and egg kind of McMuffin thing and I was eating it thinking, oh God, this is all, this is really hard to eat. (laughs) So even that was like greasy breakfast hangover food and I was still struggling to eat it. Then I didn't eat all day because I just thought I I am not looking at food. Then I ate a pack of biscuits 
then I fell asleep for three hours and then I woke up and I did have some fajitas actually so there were some peppers and onions in that so that was a little bit of edge but the point is yesterday was was not a good day for nutrition I did not meet the nutritional goals that I would do on average so that I don't have to do those goals every day I don't have to meet those targets every single day but on average I would aim for fruit and veg with every meal I would aim for plenty of water throughout the day I would aim for high protein high fiber things that I can digest and things that make me feel good whereas on a hangover day typically I will choose foods that are known to not making me feel good so I did get out for a walk actually yesterday because I knew, so I was like, for me, a non-negotiable is to get outside every single day. I know that getting outside, going for a walk does make me feel better. So on a day when I am a bit bit vulnerable and I'm maybe more susceptible to making bad choices, I know that doing the things that make me feel good is even more important. So if I can just do one of those things, and that was a walk. So I wasn't interested in trying to get good nutrition yesterday because I just, I don't think it would have, it wouldn't have been successful. I would not have had like chicken and veg or something although I suppose fajitas wasn't too bad two out of the three meals were all right my lunch was a pack of biscuits so that wasn't great but then it's fine because then today I am alert I've had a good night's sleep I can hit my protein goals I can get my fruit and veg intake back in and I'm going to get my water intake back up because I probably didn't drink enough water yesterday either so that one day yesterday is fine in, in the grand scheme of things that one day is not going to have made that much impact But if I was to drink every single night and if I was to wake up and think, oh no, okay, I need something that's going to, I need some greasy food or I I need a pack of biscuits because I just need that sugar. And if I was to do that every single day, that is when I will start to see negative impacts. So if I'm not able to get the most out of my training sessions or if I'm always picking the wrong food choices, that is when I'm going to struggle to reach the health and fitness goals that I want to reach. So it's all about overall overall consumption, I guess, and the bigger picture, because like I said, that one day isn't really going to make much of an impact. But then thinking about it, I do still want to train over Christmas and training for me is quite important. And I, I don't train to burn calories. I don't train so that I can eat. I train so that I can know that I'm making a difference in my performance and I train so that I feel good. So thinking about the reasons that you would train, why is it that you go to the gym? Why is it that you want to exercise and why are you actually showing up to the gym? What do you want to get out of that? Then take it then take it back. So if you want to get res- performance results out of that session, what do you need to do to perform well? So I know for me, if I want to perform well in the gym, I need a good night's sleep. I need to be hydrated and I need to have fueled myself correctly. So if I am drinking every single night, those three things that I want to do to get a good session, I'm going to struggle, which means my sessions are going to be negatively impacted. So I guess it's, it's looking at what can you do to get to where you want to be. So if you have got a goal in place, and sometimes it's, it is thinking... Thinking about future you as well. So I know that for me, my health and fitness goals are really important to me. And it's mainly performance. So I know that it is unrealistic for me to drink and then get a good session. So I have to make a, a sacrifice. I have to either think, okay, well, I won't train the day after drinking. Or, okay, I'm going to go out to this party, but I'm not going to drink because I want to train tomorrow. So sometimes throughout the year, if I'm going to a party, but I want to go for a run the next day, or I want to get a good session in the gym, I will make a decision, okay, I'm going to go to this party, but I'm not going to drink. 
because then I've made that sacrifice. I've made that choice. And actually that's quite empowering. So that's not me saying, oh, well, I'm, I shouldn't drink. Or, like, I can't drink. I'm not allowed to drink. That's me saying, I don't want to drink tonight because I want to feel good tomorrow. And that's okay. You can do that. So that is why in a, a social situation, sometimes it can be difficult because again, it's the environment of it. And if people are, are drinking around you, they don't want to be seen as the weak ones for, for not drinking. So I have been to parties before where I've pretended to drink and no one's noticed because they're all busy thinking about them. They're thinking about their next drink. And I've been drinking a no secco. Nobody notices. But if I was to make an announcement, if I was to say, guys, I'm not drinking tonight, sometimes you then notice other people's behavior can change. Not always. It just depends who you are with. But I have been in, in groups before where they'll say, oh, come on, just have a drink. Or what's one? Um, oh, you can't leave us drinking. And often it's because they don't want to be seen as the either the weaker ones or because they wouldn't go to a party and not drink. And that's fine. If you want to go to a party and not drink, you can do that. But again, it comes down to the reasons why. Like, what is the the reason for you for doing that? So I've rambled on about alcohol and my fitness goals. But I want to talk about how it can affect our progress. So first of all, so a lot of people talk about alcohol being empty calories. And I just want to explain what that means. So alcohol is not a nutrient. So when we eat foods, our body will break it down as protein, carbohydrates, fats. It will know like the fiber in it. It will know the nutrients. So our body will know what it is that we are breaking down basically. But with alcohol, it isn't breaking down anything. So each gram of alcohol contains seven calories, which is almost as much as fat. So a gram of fat would contain nine calories, but our body can can break it down. Our body can process that and it knows how to use the fats that we eat to store in our body, to help with energy, to help with muscle repair, cell repair. But actually with alcohol, it's it doesn't provide any essential nutrients to our body. So in fact, our body will treat alcohol as a toxin. So it is, it's not going to be able to do anything with it. It's not going to be able to process it or digest it. And this is one of the reasons why it can make us feel quite bad the next day, because our body has got all of these, these things inside of it, these toxins from the alcohol. And our body's like, oh, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. And that's why we can feel so rough the next day. One of the immediate effects of alcohol consumption is dehydration. So this is one of the things when you wake up the next day and you're like, oh my God, like I am so hungover. A lot of it's dehydration. When you are drinking in the night, I mean, how many times, unless you are like super aware and, and on it, how many times would you be having a glass of water between alcoholic drinks? We say it all the time. And as a coach, I would always say it to other people. In fact, Louise and I said it to each other Saturday nights. We were at the party together and we said, between every glass of wine we have, we will have a glass of water as well. We both nodded. We were both like, yep, yeah, great idea. We didn't have one glass of water, okay? We had about three bottles of wine. <laughs> we had no glasses of water. So you can go with these good intentions and you can say, yep, yeah, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. But alcohol does impair our decisions. So it does make these actions and your your thoughts different. So you can go with these these intentions, but actually alcohol will change your behavior. So it's it's very interesting. It is very interesting. But dehydration can affect lots of areas as well. So it is going to affect your um, performance. So like if you are going to go for a run or you are going to go to the gym the next day, if you're dehydrated, even if you took alcohol out of that, even if you didn't have any alcohol, you're just dehydrated in general, that is going to affect your performance. So when you have got 
alcohol in your system as well, then you are going to have impaired muscle recovery. You're going to then possibly be more susceptible to injuries as well. So it is important to note that training after drinking a lot of alcohol is going to affect your overall well-being. It does affect your sleep as well. So if you were to, if you wear a Fitbit or an Aura or any kind of tracking device while you sleep, if you look at your stats the next day, you will notice that you've had poor sleep and you'll have probably poor quality rest and recovery as well. So sometimes these stats give you um, an update of your sleep. Quite often it's like, I think I read something actually that said, I think in a book called um, Why We Sleep, which I want to say it's Matthew Walker, and I haven't actually, I've been reading it for like two years, I've still not finished it. And that's a 2024 goal, right? Okay, I'm going to finish that book. Putting it out there, side note, I'm going to finish it. But I got to um, a bit in that book where it talks about almost like fake sleep. And there was something in there that, that was talking about when you when you are sleeping after drinking, it's not the same sleep that you would normally get. So if we do compromise our sleep quality, again, it's going to affect our performance. It's going to, it's going to prevent us from putting in the effort that is going to help us to to get to like to how we want to be or to get to where we want to be. And of course, alcohol does impact our decision making, our judgment, and this can often lead to making poor food choices as well. So like I said earlier, how often would you wake up and think, right, I'm going to eat a nice bowl of vegetables today after I went out drinking last night? Usually it is something that is going to be sugary, maybe salty, something that's going to be quick, something that you think... I just, I need this right now. And then it's usually more calories than one would need. And therefore we overeat. So I guess what this comes down to is overall awareness. Like there is, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a drink. I don't think there is anything wrong with having a few drinks. (laughs) Because like I said, it's, it is all about how it fits into your lifestyle. But I think it's awareness. So there used to be a time when I was between 18 to 21, before I had started my health and fitness journey, I would probably have had three days of excessive binge drinking. So it'd be Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. By the time I got to Sunday, I wouldn't know where I am, what day it was. I would have had takeaways all weekend, um, multiple takeaways, in fact. Probably just would have only been eating cakes, sweet things, heavily processed things, pizzas. And I had no awareness. So I just made all these poor decisions and these poor choices because that was all I knew. I didn't realise the the impact that, that I, I, these decisions were were creating for me. But then since I've become more aware, it's, I have changed my lifestyle, of course, but it's not that I have completely banned takeaways or I don't eat processed things, I avoid sugar. I don't do any of that. I still eat sugar, I still eat takeaways, I still eat processed foods, I still drink alcohol. But the difference is I'm much more aware of that. So, okay, I might do it once. I might have one day where I have excessive alcohol. And maybe after that, I get a takeaway. And then that's it. The next day, it's fairly back to normal. Or the next week, it's fairly back to normal. Because what we've got to remember is what you do most of the time is more important than what you do some of the time. And this is another one for the, very important for this time of year as well. Okay, even if you have a whole week between Christmas and New Year of drinking, eating more than usual and not performing at your best then okay that is probably going to be expected to be fair and if if 
Wouldn't you rather have a fun week than have a boring week and regret it and think, oh, I should have let my hair down a bit more. So I would say have fun. If you want to drink alcohol and if it, if alcohol fits in with your lifestyle, then keep keep it into your into your life. But one thing I'm going to say is what is more important is what you do between New Year and Christmas. So what you do in the, the 51 weeks of the year between New Year and between the following Christmas is more important than what you do between Christmas and New Year. That one week is not going to have a huge impact on your health and fitness goals. If you were to do that every single day, yep, that is when things start to add up. That is when you will start to see negative results. But it's one week. So if you look at that one week in terms of like percentage over the whole year, I can't do maths that quick. It's probably something like what, half a percent? I think I've Googled that before. 0.5? I don't know. Someone tell me. We'll come back to that. It's very tiny anyway. It is not going to have that much of an impact on your goals. It is much more important that you will be happy, living in the moment, enjoying yourself, and then you've got plenty of time to get back on track and work towards a goal afterwards. So have fun is what I would say. And maybe that is still the Prosecco in my system talking. I don't know. Right, we're going to finish with some tips. So if you do want to be a little bit more in control of your alcohol consumption over the next week or so, then here are some tips that are going to help. If you are thinking, no thanks Chloe, I am going to drink how I want, thank you, then you can stop this right here. (laughs) But I, I mean, I have these tips and sometimes I listen to them myself and sometimes I don't. I have to just see how I feel in the moment. So I'm going to say, yeah, I think I probably will stick to some of these. Um, my mum and dad are coming to stay with us over the Christmas period. So already for me, that, that is going to be, not that they're going to make me drink, obviously, but it's just, there's, there's a celebration. So I sometimes associate alcohol with like a celebration. So it's toasting. Um, I don't see my parents very often. So it's just, it's nice to have a celebration together. Of course, there are different ways that you can celebrate. That's one of the things. But for me, in, in our social circle we like to have a drink to celebrate so that is one thing that I know I'll be spending time with them over Christmas I will be drinking a little bit more than usual so I will still try and think about some some tips so I guess it's thinking about clear goals so I still want to train so I'm going to be thinking and I'm still working as well so I still have to get up early so this is one of the things as a personal trainer typically I wouldn't go out and drink on a Friday night because I'm up at 5am on a Saturday so that is one of the things that if I was to drink, it would probably only be a Saturday. But then Sunday's my only day off. So then I'm like, mm, do I actually want to be hungover on a Sunday? So this is, again, when sacrifices come in. But it's clear goals for me. I know that I'm going to be working. I'm going to be training. So I'm probably going to say it's realistic to have a day of drinking. And then the next night I won't drink. And then the next night I might have a drink. The next night I might not have a drink. So that's going to be my plan. And that's a rough plan. But if you want a more specific plan, you could you could write something down to say, okay, I definitely want to be more relaxed. I definitely want to have a drink, but I'm not going to drink on these days. And then maybe then if you've got that realistic aim, that might be more manageable and might be helpful to stick to. Also, try and savour your drinks. Try and sip slowly rather than necking a wine back. See if you can really enjoy it. Think about the taste. Think about while you're drinking it as well so if you can allow your ta- allow yourself the time to actually appreciate each drink you might not drink as much anyway typically if we're going to neck the drinks like with a shot how quickly does that shot go then you need something else so also stay hydrated adequate hydration will help to reduce the side effects from alcohol so make sure you stay 
well hydrated and like I said earlier that I didn't do something I would try and do is to for every alcoholic drink I would also try and have a glass of water because that is going to probably reduce the alcohol intake but also keep you hydrated so that's going to be good you can also plan alcohol-free social activities. So you can suggest non-drinking activities because you never know. There might also be somebody in your, your family or your social circle who is thinking, do you know what? I don't actually want to drink that much, but they are maybe too afraid to say something or they're thinking, oh, what are people going to think if I say, look, I don't want to drink. But then if you suggest it, whether it's like a family hike or a, a game night, you can still make memorable experiences you can still have fun without relying on alcohol so I guess it's it's thinking about what does this alcohol add into the event so you can also alternate like I'm doing with alcoholic drinks and non-alcoholic drinks so if you feel pressured to drink at social gatherings or at family gatherings if you were to have a non-alcoholic drink it's very rare that other people would notice anyway so you can or maybe you could have an, a glass of wine and then a non-alcoholic wine or a beer and a non-alcoholic beer because you'll still be having the exact same experience but you're just not going to have the alcohol content there so sometimes they are something they, they are things that have worked for me in the past also you know I'm a massive fan of accountability so what you could always do is buddy up with a responsible drinker so <laughs> if you have a friend who is um maybe they want to train as well maybe, maybe they want to get to the gym so let's say if both of you decide right I want I want to go to the gym tomorrow but I am drinking tonight if you can both make that plan to get to the gym and they become your accountability buddy they might also want to reduce their alcohol consumption if you can team up and support each other you're going to be staying on track so this is quite a fun way to stay motivated stay accountable and you'll be having the best of both then you can still have the the alcohol or the the fun night with family or friends and still get up to train also reflect on the benefits of not drinking so as soon as you start this health and fitness journey it is interesting how less likely you are to want to drink alcohol not always because like I said sometimes it is still a, a big part of your life and that's okay but it's interesting that the more you feel good through health, through fitness, through prioritizing nutrition and sleep and training, and you start to feel amazing and you then want to do more of the things that make you feel good. And it becomes less likely that you want to do things that make you feel rubbish. So if you can visualize and remind yourself of all of these positive things that you have achieved and you've gained through reducing your alcohol consumption, and that could be things like you wake up earlier, you feel better in the morning, you've got more energy, you want to get outside and go for a walk or you want to go to the gym and do a workout. So if you've got all of these positive overall health and fitness achievements and your well-being is improving, then you are going to keep reminding yourself of all of these benefits that you've gained from making healthier choices. Thanks for all of your support and feedback on this podcast. If you find these episodes helpful, please share them with a friend or leave a rating so that other people can find them too. If you need any support with anything that I mention on these episodes, please feel free to get in touch. You can also find me on Instagram at underscore Chloe Longstaff. Tag me if you do share this on Instagram because I love knowing if this content has been helpful. If you'd like to find out more about personal training, you can find my personal training business online at podpersonaltraining.com. You can also find us on Instagram. We are at pod underscore personal underscore training and we'd love to hear from you.